When hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. it's time for some for some spookiness spooky spooky welcome to a very special episode of that park life podcast welcome foolish mortals <laughs> um so we're going to be doing some like deep diving into some ghost stories some, some haunting things. stories some spooky things of Walt disney world i have something spooky are you ready for it yeah i am hit me okay, Wha- okay what the <laughs> what Okay, Beth is holding up a big plastic witch holding a skull and a broom. And it sounds like someone is shaking it. Did you not have any of these types oh, of things? Oh, we had your- so many of them. Is that motion activated by chance? No, no. It's because it's like a legit like one from the 90s. Oh, my gosh. We had all kinds of things on the shelves of my mom's house that were uh, motion activated. So, like, it would be oh silent gosh. until you walk by it and it would play sounds like that. I love that. Uh, we had a, it was like a, a hanging ghost thingy and it would make the same exact sound, but it would do like this. Yes. It would shake or whatever. Yes. Cause it probably had like a little thing that spun in it and it was off center. Yeah. So it would shake. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I it, mean, I don't know the logistics of it. Jeez. Jeez, Greg. <laughs> um, we'll have a little motor in there and I think ours lit up. Not very well, but had like a, like a light glow yeah, to like it. I want to say. Yeah. This oh was what Doug gosh. had growing up was one of these. And so we found one. I think he found it on eBay or something and bought it. So we we put her out every. We haven't named her actually. We need to name her. Oh my gosh. Uh, but anyways, she's spooky. She is spooky. I'm I'm really pumped about this episode. I know it's a little bit different from what we normally do because we don't don't normally talk about ghosts and haunting things. And no, I was really excited about this because, you know, a lot of it's like hearsay. It's like, well, someone said this or people said this, but yeah. it's still fun to be like, oh, people actually think this or believe this or whatever. I certainly am going to think about certain areas of rides differently, having heard some of these stories. So Beth and I have collected some like some quick blurbs about some hauntings. We've also found some like personal accounts. I've been mm-hmm. searching Reddit and some other Diz boards. And, and um, if I know the source of the information, when I read mine, I'll, I'll share it. And, and it's in our notes and stuff. So I'm excited for a little mix of some ghost stories and stuff. And um, we opened up the show with some Haunted Mansion audio. And I... I know that we've played a little bit of it before of the guy, Paul Freeze, who recorded it, but I did mm-hmm. bring some extra audio today because I think his voice is so chilling to me. Yes. And I think this is a great place to remind everyone what that's like. And maybe there's some stuff in there you haven't heard before. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about that. Um, this is our 99th episode, which means next like week. Like 999 Happy Haunts. Something oh like that. God. Yeah. So yeah, next I... week we have our, our big 100 where I'm excited to talk about some stuff. We got our, we're finally launching some giveaways that I've been yapping about now for four episodes in a row. So don't worry. Whatever. It's going to be epic. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out before we get into our haunting of Walt Disney World stories mm-hmm. to the people who continue to play the where in Walt Disney World is this one. We post a photo yes. on our uh, podcast account on at that Park Life podcast on Instagram because this week was difficult. I had mm-hmm. only one person I noticed guessed correct and um, it happened to be Mariah. Shout out to Mariah of Main Street. And of course, she got it because it is a it was a super zoomed in photo of the back of a trolley, which was on Main Street. And I know that not only did she work Main Street, but I know she was trained in the Main Street vehicles, probably including. Yeah, I think that's cheating. 
Yeah, she's the only one. Everyone else was guessing just everything all over the place, but she was the only one. So shout out. So if you want to play along too, there's no prizes or anything. It's just just for fun. Yeah. But um, it's about once a week or so we're posting a photo to our story at that Proc Life podcast, where it's super zoomed in photo, and you get to guess where it is. Mm. You just get bragging rights, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we'll be giving out some good some good giveaways. I think starting with our hundredth episode. Yeah, for got sure. like five or six different bundles of things to give away. Lots of bundles. Okay. Do you want to jump into it? Yeah, let's jump into it. Um, do you want to do you want to go first? Where do you want to start? There's like it's I'm excited because we have obviously there's some Haunted Mansion stuff in here. Oh, yeah. Um, I can start with the Haunted Mansion thing. You want okay, to yeah. That? Let's do that. That's first on my list. Okay, guys. This is from Bustle.com. Um, and I have like a blurb and then there's like a story from a different website to add to this. So the story is that someone took a photo in 2004 with no flash and it looks like a small boy peeking around the side of the doom buggy looking back at them. Now, you wouldn't think that that's, like, creepy because you're, like, whatever, like, there's just someone on the ride. But the rider claimed that there was no such boy even close to them in line, and it was a couple doom buggies ahead of them. And then they never saw a child get off the ride either. So I'm going to – Greg, will you click in my note thingy because there's a photo I want you to look at. Oh, I've seen this photo. Oh, okay. And it's creepy as heck. Yeah, it just looks like a little boy, like – peeking around like peeking his head around but obviously it's uh like black and white because it's in the darkness kind of photo yes you can't really tell a lot of details um about it but this is a story from disney world enthusiast um they put up like a bunch of different ones of these things that i like have in here but this was a personal story that they put in so Mm -hmm. it says as a child i was absolutely there's like some preface to this but i was like that's too long we don't need to know that it says, as a child, I absolutely, I was absolutely terrified of this attraction. And to be honest, I was probably a teenager before I really felt comfortable experiencing it. Now it's one of my favorites, and I look forward to riding it several times during each of my trips. On this particular day, it would be my first time experiencing the attraction alone. As I approached Haunted Mansion, I noticed that no one was in line. There was a cast member out front, and she waved me on through the entrance. Once inside, it was so early that the doors were open through the stretching room to the loading area. I slowly walked in, unsure of whether to bypass the pre-show and head straight for the doom buggies or not. After a couple of moments of standing alone, I left the stretching room and made my way directly to the loading area. The cast member waved me into the doom buggy and said that I was the first happy haunt of the day. So I climbed in with no one else inside except for me and the cast member. I sat back to relax and enjoy the attraction as my doom buggy began to creep down the first long hallway. A few seconds later, as I'm looking ahead at the backs of the empty doom buggies ahead of me, I see what looks to be the face of a little boy peering out of his ride vehicle back uh, back at me. I nearly jumped out of my seat because I thought that I was the first rider of the day and that I was alone. I quickly calmed down, rationalizing that the cast member that boarded me um, must have just been confused and that there was a family already on the attraction before me. So I went about my ride, not giving the little boy another thought as I enjoyed the grim, getting, grim grinning ghost around me. Until I reached the end, as I climbed out of my doom buggy, the cast member, as I exited, said that he hoped that I had enjoyed being the first happy haunt of the day. Startled by his comment, I quickly asked him if he was sure and that didn't someone just get off the ride a few cars before me. And he said, no, I was definitely first and that if I wanted to stay, I just needed to bring my death certificate next time. (laughs) Spooky, huh? Oh, gross. No. like It kind of does go like hand in hand with this other story of an account that someone said because obviously these are two different people, right? Because the person before took an actual picture. So what would you do? What would you do if you're in Haunted Mansion and they said you're the first guest and you look up three or four doom buggies and there's something peeking over the side I of the legit, like have all the cast members being like, guys, I need some confirmation of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
I mean, I want to know what I saw, and I need confirmation that y'all aren't just pulling my chain. Like seriously, (laughs) I saw. Then I saw a ghost. Like, where do we need to record this? Yes, I'm very (laughs) anti turning on flashlights and dark rides, especially haunted mansion, because it's designed that way on purpose, right? I don't want to ruin the magic. Flashlight would be on for a little while. Sorry, everybody. Well, and the weird thing is, is you know, when you're going around the seance in the seance room, like you can pretty much see everybody. So I'm curious, like I would be all, I would turn my phone flashlight on in, in there yeah. and I would totally be looking in there. Oh yeah. If someone was in it. So also I'd be terrified. I'm absolutely also, terrified. don't ride Haunted Mansion for the first, be the first happy haunt by yourself. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Don't ride alone and be the first one. That's too much. Yeah. That's asking oh. for trouble. I thought that was interesting because a lot of these, I'm like, I have, I had no idea that these were like all stories. Yeah. So, Anyway, um, what do you got? We have, we turns out we have a bunch related to Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So let's hop over to uh, Adventureland. Um, I know you're going to cover George, which we've talked about quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's still, just like with most ghost stories, there are people who say it's fake and people who have experienced things. Right. And I know yeah. you have a, a, a little bit of a firsthand account in there. So let me start with some non-George related stuff. Okay. Um, just one quick one. There are a pair of haunts who are said to call Pirates of the Caribbean home. And they are known as, quote, the ladies. The ladies. Yeah, I'd never heard about the ladies. The uh, the swashbucklers of Golden Girls, maybe? They're their own little thing. It just It's two of them. They're a mysterious duo, and they are rumored to have met their untimely demise when the boat they were riding came off the track at the bottom of the drop and crashed as they sat in the front row. Yikes. So oh. I know there's some talk about whether real skeletons were used and that's who's haunting Pirates right. of the Caribbean. But this particular, let's say, let's call it a quick urban legend, is that the ladies were on the ride, boat crashed a little bit during that drop, and then now they're haunting the attraction. And they say they still linger in that area, the area of the drop, to this day, and can be felt with a cold chill. So if you're going down the drop and you feel a little, a little whew, I feel like I ladies. felt chill many a time in there but i think it's because there's better air like conditioning in the next room could be it could be I just that's what i've attributed it to yeah um before you get into george can i share a few other ones of pirates of the caribbean oh, yeah. he's a little yeah. more in depth so okay. this is uh from a user with the name wind up wings on reddit and he or she posted two years ago about a couple of things um i think this is a girl someone's gonna say she a uh, couple of things she has experienced as uh as a cast member working the attraction. Okay. So these are her words. I used to work at Pirates of the Caribbean and freaky stuff happened a few times. One time while in tower, the room with monitors showing a live feed of different areas of the ride. I saw what looked like an old woman cross the ride path at the top of the drop. So the same area as the ladies. it turns out. Because of the strict safety rules that are in place, I knew it couldn't have been a person probably also would have tripped a laser that would stop the ride immediately if it was a person so she thinks she saw a ghost because if it were a person a lot of these attractions have like those lasers where if it's interrupted yeah sensor something happens right she's saying whatever she saw wasn't a person because it didn't trip any sensor that happens to be in the drop area um Mm -hmm. another time after closing i was sweeping the queue and i thought i heard someone whispering so i followed it to the darkest corner of the queue of course but once i got to where it sounded like it was coming from i heard the voice say my name clearly like it was right in my ear, but no one was there. Oh I ran God. back to the break area and didn't go near that corner alone again. Oh my God. you imagine you're just walking and it's like, Beth? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I would freak out. My I'd God. 
I'm also not working in this job anymore. Yes. Have you? I swear. He knows my name. Yes. There have been times where I'm sleeping and I hear, Greg. I'm like, get out of my, get out of here. It's so freaky. Are you haunted? I don't know. Maybe this, it wasn't even just in this house. And people say this is an old orange grove where I live and maybe it's haunted by the ghost of orange's past. So I don't know. Well, um, or it could be like an old Indian ground. Who knows? That's what I people mean, say. They were here first. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, <laughs> one last thing that Wind Up Wings posted to Reddit uh, two years ago about Pirates of the Caribbean. The thing that scared me the most, I was walking backstage along the ride path that no one sees. It's between where the riders get off and where the empty boats come out into the loading area. To relieve someone of their position, there's a small bridge that crosses over the ride path. When I was on the bridge, I heard a second set of footsteps right behind me. I thought it was someone coming up to scare me, something people often did to each other out there. So I turned around quickly, hoping to catch them off guard. But all I saw was a tall, shadowy figure that dissipated almost as quickly as I had turned around. Again, I ran back on stage. I pretty much ran every time I had to go back there alone. No way. I'd be like, I'm not going back there. Bye. Transfer me. Put put me over at uh, somewhere else. Yikes. Okay. Full body chills over here. Okay. Are you ready to talk about George? Yeah. Hit me with some George info. All right. So George is like a popular one because a lot of people have talked about George. Um, and this is a thing for cast members. So it is said that when the Florida version of Pirates of the Caribbean was under construction, a welder named George was killed in an accident. Exactly what the accident was varies depending on who you talk to. So I guess there's like not a record of that. I don't know. According to some, he was crushed by a fallen beam. Um, while according to others, he fell from the burning city. So not sure. Um, and basically died as a result of that. So ever since then, the ride has allegedly been plagued uh, by strange occurrences whenever George is disrespected. So apparently George just wants to be respected. Mm. So he is said to stop the ride whenever someone says, I don't believe in George. So presumably, if you don't question his existence while you're actually riding Pirates of the Caribbean, you should be fine. Additionally, the rumor persists that cast members in charge of opening the ride for the day and closing it at night night say good morning or good night to George at the appropriate times to keep him appeased. As long as you do that, he's apparently happy. And so then um, I found on the Disney boards, because that was on bustle.com. Then on the Disney boards, a username, Little Pixie, (laughs) she said, regarding George, take this however you want. Um, We just came back from our Easter trip to the world. We went to Magic Kingdom on our first evening and rode Pirates of the Caribbean. She said, my 13-year-old, as bold as he had, said George's name three times loudly after reading somewhere on these boards that this is what you do if you want him to react. She says, well, wouldn't you know our boat stopped right before the exit uh, for about 20 seconds. I thought my son was going to wet himself. <laughs> now, during that whole week, rides were shutting down due to mechanical difficulties. I guess so. I'm sure it was nothing, but ask my kid and he'll tell you he probably wouldn't do that again. Nope. What a great yeah. ride to wet yourself on, though. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I appreciate the ones that at least have some kind of origin. Because you're like, okay, well, where did this come from? And so they were like, apparently he was died in an accident, like building this actual attraction. Yeah. But I'm like, what do you think that all that information would be somewhere for us to find? I, I don't know, because, you know, there is a lot of, I don't know, like control about what information gets out there in oh, the world, yeah. specifically especially when, when bad were... things happen at Disney. Right. I was like, especially, I guess, when they were building it, it like yeah. wasn't, there wasn't a lot of press rolling around that would have known about it. I don't know. I'm sure they're not going to publicize that someone, you know, died on the job. And then yeah. um, if you're wondering what I'm distracted by, someone's stopping outside my house, but they were saying hello to Nicole is outside walking Reba. It's not <laughs> a ghost. Even, I wasn't even looking at you. It's not a ghost. Um, but yeah, and we've had some guests on too. 
we had someone on, I'm just trying to remember who it was that used to work at Pirates and they were telling us about George as well. So yeah, it's definitely, that's probably the most <laughs> prominent urban legend of Disney. And we talked about it in our um, Disney, Walt Disney World Facts, True or False. And yeah. that's, a, that's a tough one because we talked about how there's really no like, quote, like real hard and fast evidence that it's someone named George and whether or not you say his name or not. But the idea that that person, you know, thinks that it might be I'm George like, or... I'm like, Disney, get get on the George train. Like, instead of doing that weird Halloween stuff that they would do before, I'm like, they should really play up George for yeah, Halloween. Who, who needs Gunpowder Pete? Right. Gunpowder Pete. Gunsling right. and George. Or no, yeah. it's got to be a soft G. I don't know. But <laughs> anyways. Gunpowder George doesn't really have as much that's, bite. Yeah. All right. So that's all I got for Pirates. Yeah, that's it for Pirates. Um, I do. Do you yeah. have anything for Haunted Mansion? I feel like I have another one. No, but... uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if you have another Haunted Mansion, go for it. Yeah, let me do the other Haunted Mansion one. Um, sorry. So this one is The Man with a Cane. Oh, yes. Yeah. And this was about a month ago from Mesa Verde 87 on Reddit. It's the username. Um, it says the most creepy thing about the man with the cane is very, is the very first time that people encountered him. It was at night just before the park was closing for the day. A cast member was working at the load station. It was a pretty slow night. Every once in a while... A door from one of the stretching rooms would open and a few people would trickle in, but overall it was pretty dead. Where the empty doom buggies turn and enter the load station, a man with a cane appeared sitting in one of them. The cast member was bewildered by this and tried to talk to the man, and they tried telling him that he wasn't supposed to stay on the loop around like that. Um, the man with the cane never responded, and he kept sitting in the doom buggy, which eventually left the load station and into the right again. So the cast member then communicated to the cast member who was at the unload station um, stating that there's a man with a cane who never got off the ride make sure he gets on, gets out at the unload this time, which is like, they never, like they would never miss that. They wouldn't miss that. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is, the cast member at the unload station assured that they would take care of it. So they waited and waited and waited. The man never appeared at the unload station, just empty doom buggy after empty doom buggy. Yikes. When spoken to, he does not respond and then appears out of sight. Who is this mysterious man? He is said to be the ghost of a pilot that died when his plane crashed in the 1940s into what is now known as Bay Lake. But wasn't Bay Lake man-made? Bay Lake was um, real. Seven Seas okay. Lagoon is man-made. There's, oh, okay. there's okay. a fun Disney fact for you. If the word oh. lagoon is in it, that's man-made. If it's lake, it was there before. Um, I have also heard that the pilot that crashed into Bay Lakes is said to ho uh, haunt, haunt Haunted Mansion as well as other parts of Disney. So it's almost yeah, like... Why would he just go to one attraction? If I was going to be a ghost at Disney World, I'd be all around. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he flew, he should be really haunting Barnstormer. Hello. That's <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Or uh... <laughs> that's his wheelhouse. y'all. Yes. And maybe <laughs> if he wants to branch out a little bit, he can haunt Soren or something. Listen, man with the cane, we want to know what your name is and we want yes. you to stick to what you know. <laughs> I wonder if he ever haunted Delta Dream Flight when it was over there in Tomorrowland right? before it was maybe. Buzz Lightyear. Maybe that maybe he thinks Haunted Mansion is Delta Dreamflight because it's like the same ride system. He's a dumb pilot who crashes damn plane. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, I mean that would creep me out. I would literally be like, seriously, someone's messing with me. Yeah. And I, I think it's the cane too, because maybe maybe they use that as inspiration for Carl from from up. <laughs> the man with exactly. the cane. Um I don't I have only like one little thing about um, Magic Kingdom left in my list, I think. Okay. Um, no specific stories. And I and I really kind of understand a vibe that people get from Tom Sawyer Island. Mm, yes. Okay. Because people always put that they get like this weird vibe, this unnerving feeling, seeing shadowy figures and tunnels in the caves of Tom Sawyer Island. So nothing specific as I was walking there one day and something popped out at me, but just like this overall like 
like that thing is like something's watching something's yeah, following this, kind of thing this totally struck a nerve with me because i i if i had gone to tom sawyer island when i was little i don't remember it mm-hmm. and so we went in february this past february with doug's family and i remember feeling that way like i thought it was just me but i remember being in there and being like this is just i don't know i just don't feel right and it feels really creepy in mm-hmm. here yes and i was kind of bummed. i was by myself like at for like small little moments, but I just remember feeling like that. So when I read it, I was like, yes, yes. I totally felt that. And it was this year. Yeah. My gosh. I don't know. I don't know what's over there. <laughs> Again, I'm like, nobody knows like what the land was used for. Like in the very, in the very beginning, you know yeah. what I mean? So there could be all kinds of ghosts roaming around. Who knows? Um, I have a good one over at animal kingdom. Do you have anything else for magic kingdom? I don't have anything else for magic. And I don't think I have anything at animal at animal. Kingdom. Okay. Let's do this one though. So this is okay. from the dinosaur attraction. It is the, actually, let's see. Let's, let's get it discovered as we go here. This yeah, is from the up. website ghosts and ghouls.com. Um, and this is someone's account of what happened to them on the dinosaur attraction. I was at Disney with my aunt, mm-hmm. my second to last trip when something a little odd happened on the dinosaur ride in the animal kingdom. I got on, I was in the second seat from the left, and an old man sat next to me. Pretty nondescript old guy, nothing fancy about his clothes, had gray hair and a short beard, and was wearing a ball cap, which he did not take off. It was weird from the get-go. Oh, what was weird from the get-go is throughout the whole ride, he did not react to anything. Dinosaur is a pretty shaky, loud ride, and usually, you know, there's laughing and shouting and reactions to the stuff. This guy hung on, but kept the same bland look on his face the entire time. He didn't react, smile, or anything. Okay, this person thought, maybe just a weird old man. (laughs) When we got off the ride, I went to check the ride photos they snap of you partway through, and when ours came up, it looked like the old man had no eyes. He did not have sunglasses on during the ride, or even normal glasses, and there was nothing wrong with his eyes when he got on. But in that photo... There was nothing but black all around where his eyes should have been. Also, he was looking straight ahead in the photo, not at the dinosaur camera. And -hmm. again, bland expression. My aunt saw the photo too and agreed it was way weird and way spooky. Is the photo posted? They did not post the photo. I'm like, guys, you can't tell us this story about a photo and then not... Oh my gosh. Well, the tricky part is, you know, back in the day, you had to, the only way to get the photo was to pay for it before photo pass and stuff. Right. So I'm guessing maybe they didn't want to pay. Um, And here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. Would you pay for that photo? In other words, like, would you be afraid that if you bought that photo and brought it home, that if that was a ghost, that it would continue to haunt you at home? I don't know. I literally, okay, I started listening to a new podcast. You know, I like my true crime podcast. Side note. Okay, look, we're going to take a little, a little, uh, we're going to take a little trip here. Um, I like to listen to true crime podcast and I started listening to a new one. I just, and it's been around for a while. just haven't started, but it's called morbid. Okay. And today they were talking about that, like exact thing about it's like the most haunted object in the world. Okay. Um, Oh, hold on. Let me see what the name of the thing was called. It's something box, like a dip it. Um, but I have friends that have ghost stories about how items like can be haunted. Like basically spirits will attach to items. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. I think one's attached to my heart. Oh my god. <laughs> um, previously played. It's called the Dibbit Dibbit box. So they call it like a Dibbit, like the name of it. It's basically okay. like I don't know. It could be like anything, but this one's about the Dibbit box. There's been like movies made after this object. It's supposed to like legit 
be the most haunted thing in the world. So I'm guessing they don't want to, people wouldn't want to be in possession of it because it would continue to haunt well, them. Well, right? the weird thing is, I mean, all the stories are crazy that are attached to it, but it's like in a museum now in Vegas. I don't know. This <laughs> of guy, course it's this in guy Vegas. Apparently, yeah, this guy in Vegas, I guess, that owns this museum apparently has two, like that there's like supposed to be like 10 of these items out in the world and supposedly he has two. So I don't know. Anyway, Yikes. it's creepy. Yeah, I, I thought about that too when I was reading this dinosaur thing. I was like, man, I wish they had a photo, but like, I don't know. I don't know if I would have taken yeah. that photo home with me. Well, the reason why I say that too is because, so they were talking basically about like secondhand curses too, because a, part of the story is that Post Malone um, this year, I think it was this year or last year, like went to Vegas and saw this box. Like the guy, he went to the museum and the guy was like, hey, do you really want to see it? And he was like, yes. And apparently while he was touching the box, Post, Post Malone had his like hand on his shoulder. And then all this like crazy stuff started happening to Post Malone, like right after he this trip or whatever. Nope, like, nope, nope. As, as far as like even from the plane going home from this trip, like oh stuff gosh. started happening to him, all this crazy stuff. So and it, that's like part of the story, too. But anyways, so they were talking about how people have said that even just looking at photos of this box. Yeah. Can, you can be haunted from it. So Yikes. So you know, I know more and that's just more all stacking up to no, don't take a picture yeah. of a ghost and keep it. Nope. Don't like that. Um, okay. Are you ready for my next one? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go over to how about Epcot? You want to do Epcot? Yeah. Do you have anything in Epcot? I, my last one is at Epcot. Okay. All right. Well, you're going to do it now. Um, I'm just kidding. All right. The first one I have, there's really not much to it and I couldn't find much more, but it's spaceship earth. And it just says this ghost story tells the tale of a little girl with blonde hair and a young boy that are often seen playing together in front of the attraction as well as riding together. I've like never heard this and I couldn't find any other information. So I don't know where it really came from. Yeah. Interesting. It's a this little an... girl with blonde, blonde hair and a young boy. Yeah. And I mean, this was another one from the Disney enthusiast website, but I tried looking it up and I don't know. It's just like, I think a couple different people have like passed this story around, but Apparently it's out there. I would believe that Spaceship Earth is haunted. I totally would too. Like I'm like, I mean, that would be a heyday for ghosts, but there's a lot of different things you could do in there. I would, if I were a ghost, listen, if I were to come back and haunt Spaceship if Earth. If I were a ghost, <laughs> I think I would haunt Disney. Um, I definitely would concentrate my haunting in the first room, if you will, of Spaceship Earth. This is, you know, before any type of renovation that may or may not happen now. Yeah. Where you're in like the with the woolly mammoth and stuff, and it's the cave people. It's a yes. great. It's a great. If you want to be like an well, old, you, and you can't see anything that yeah. drives me crazy. I'm like, can we get just one new bulb <laughs> in this projector? Like seriously, well, just one. At night, it's okay. It's just when your eyes are trying to adjust oh, from the day. In the daytime, I can't even. I'm like, I don't even try. I legit cannot see it. Yeah, and I can't then, see it. You know what Doug pointed out to me that I didn't know? I think it was on our last trip about the uh, abandoned like spaceship thing that's still in the top of the ride, and you can see the shadows of it. No. Yeah. Okay. So this is a thing. And I was like, you can see it. People are kind of creeped out by it too, because it's an abandoned animatronic thing. And some people have like a phobia of me. Animatronics. That's me. Yes. Okay. So, um, cause this was one thing that I like found when I was doing some research, but I guess in the top of the ride, like one of the older versions, there was like a spaceship, like a shuttle. Okay. And there was like people like around it and that's still there are you talking about after you get past like the digital ones and twos matrix and you're out and you're actually quote in space so you can see the projection of earth you can see the projection of earth yeah like there is a, a shadow that's being cast where you can see the animatronic thing and that thing that's still up there interesting 
yeah I, and like, i had never seen it before and so when we turned around doug was like you see it it's like right there i was like oh my god it, i can see i could see it i'm gonna have to google some, some people are really creeped out by that because it's like oh there's like these animatronics up there like Ooh. yeah no thank you i'm gonna have to google some uh like lights on photos yeah. of spaceship earth and see if we yeah. can see anything in there i know um loud voice is telling you your vehicle is about to turn i hate how loud it is in there i'm like can we just turn it down a little bit maybe maybe i don't okay. know why it's so loud at that spot maybe the cast members put it to a regular volume and the little boy and girl run up to it and crank it up all the time i would believe it and that's their little prank though, every time um anyway. my last haunting of walt disney world story is from epcot but it's over at the garden grill restaurant who is it at your house? <laughs> no. So this is, uh, I also found this on Reddit and the person's username is, well, there's that. This was posted seven years ago. This is edited for time. It's quite, it's, it was quite a, a long story and this is a little bit in depth here. So I hope you all come on this little journey of Garden Grill. I do want to mention that this is a cast member who is performing a particular role here. And yeah. I don't like to break the Disney code of, um, what's the word? I like to maintain character integrity okay. so you can okay. figure out what this person does, but I won't, <laughs> okay. I won't specifically say what they do okay uh, i was working at the restaurant garden grill in the land pavilion at epcot there are two stories of the restaurant and to complete our quote rotation you would complete one layer and then go up or down depending on which layer on to complete the other layer so if you're not familiar with the restaurant it is a big circle and there's like an upper deck let's say and a lower deck i mean they're right next to each other but there are two layers mm. uh, she goes on to say the main goal of our set was to see every every guest in the restaurant at least once also there was only one way in and out for guests Mm-hmm. usually by nine o'clock this was at a certain season i'm sure because mm-hmm. now epcot closes at either seven or eight o'clock mm-hmm. usually by nine o'clock the restaurant would be mostly cleared out with three or four families remaining it was the last set of the night three families left in the restaurant two lower one upper four characters two began up two began down i started up and greeted the family on the top section i completed the circle and was about to go down my set of stairs when i saw the back of a man's head sitting just to the right of the stairs I was about to descend. Well, I had to greet everyone in the restaurant one last time, so I came up to his table and signaled hello. He serenely, yes, serenely, his movements were so elegant, turned to me and grinned widely. He didn't have a drink, a place setting, and was not wearing a name tag like a manager would. Instead, he grasped the menu of the restaurant in his hands and laid it carefully onto the table when I waved. Why, hello there, Dale, he said to me. His voice was slightly raspy. He had dark, slick hair and was wearing a long sleeve button-down shirt with a vest over it and a tie. He also had a mustache with an otherwise clean-shaven face. I thought it was cool that an adult male knew which chipmunk he was talking to. Usually no one knows Chip from Dale. Mm -hmm. Chip has the brown nose. (laughs) I remember that because of chocolate chip. Chip is a brown nose. Now I will remember it that way because I I never remember. That's how I remember um she goes on to say again i waved and extended my hand to his shake he gave me a firm handshake and i put it and put his hands back on the menu picking it up i pointed to the menu rubbed my stomach and held my arms in a question mark position asking are you hungry are you eating it was odd because it looked like he had just been seated for dinner but the restaurant would be closing in about 15 minutes and we stopped mm-hmm. seating guests 30 minutes ago mm-hmm. the man laughed shook his head and said oh no nothing for me today dale I nodded and glanced over the railing to see if any other families or characters were in my view. None were. He spoke to me again. I'm just here to check up on things, see how they're going. 
I looked back at him, a little confused. I didn't react much because I started feeling weird. The man put the menu down again and touched my arm. Through the fur, I felt static, a swift feeling of pride. <sighs> Go say hi to the children down there. The restaurant is closing. That's what the guy said. Again, I nodded, gave him a salute. But before I moved down the stairs again, I signaled to him. I pointed at my chest and put a finger to the table. In other words, saying, I'll be back. Mm-hmm. He nodded. All right, Dale and picked up the menu. I went down the stairs and rounded to the other side of the restaurant, gave hugs and kisses to the last two families. All the other characters were already back inside, done for the night. My captain, the character manager of the night, Mm -hmm. said, found you, Dale, took me by the arm and went to guide me back inside. I gave her the one-second signal and ran back to the other side of the restaurant to find the man again. There was no one there. The menu was still in the middle of the table instead of tucked behind the napkin holder, but the chair had been pushed in. No one had walked out behind me while I was on the other side of the families, and the only other way out was through a door that leads to the kitchen and into a backstage area. But the man was not wearing a Disney costume, nor did he have a name tag. In other words, not a not a leader or a cast member. Right. I went through the backstage door and rejoined my fellow cast members upstairs. The instant I was up there, I brought up the man and was greeted with a, what man? The dad with the kids and a bunch of head shaking. Mm. When I went home that night, I reflected, I truly believe this was a paranormal experience. And at first I thought I had met Walt Disney himself. Mm-hmm. However, I would have recognized him surely. And Walt never actually saw Epcot, which leads right. me now to believe I met an Imagineer or other, some sort of operator. Mm. It boggles me because I know I knew something didn't feel normal when I was interacting with him. He interpreted my pantomime too well. By the way, that's Nicole. Nicole is a character pantomime interpreter, by the way. Yeah. Don't know how she got that way. Uh, This person wraps up with, I always make a point now when I'm on Disney vacation to visit the land, hang out there for a while, waiting to catch a glimpse of this man. For one reason or another, I feel like I will see him again. That is creepy. Creepy. So I did a little little more investigation in this because it's like, well, you know, some people responded to this and said, well, maybe it was Roy. And like, you know, people are obviously going to guess the big names like Walt and Roy. Someone else came up with the idea that maybe it was one of the Disney's nine old men. Have you heard of this, this group of people? I don't know if I have. So just a quick search on Wikipedia and some other things, just a, a okay. quick little background on that. Disney's nine old men were Walt Disney Productions' core animators, some okay. of whom later became directors, created some of the most famous cartoons, Snow White, The Rescuers, which were big at the time, right? Obviously, Snow White was big, but in fact, The Rescuers kind of fell off there. They worked in short films and some were Imagineers. Uh, of all the names that are on here of the nine, really the only one that really stood out was Mark Davis, who we know a lot of. It's Imagineer. We right. talked a lot about um, right. coming up with a lot of the ideas for classic Disney attractions. Mm-hmm. Um, Ward Kimball was another one I recognized. I didn't rem- I didn't recognize the other names, but okay. basically they're like the OG Disney crew. And they are said to perhaps not necessarily haunt but more visit um, the parks, you know, throughout time. I would be looking up all the photos I could to figure out who it was. Which was which, yeah. That's all. That is awesome. So the next time you're at the Garden Grill at Disney's Epcot. Well, don't think I'm going to top that story. (laughs) I feel like we need a minute. Do we need to to take a minute and just, A refresher? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everyone good? Uh, I'm good. Okay, okay. All right, so this one, okay, I guess I have another short one in, Ep- in Epcot. Okay. I couldn't find much more about this one either, but I was like, here it is. It's uh, from the Impressions de France. 
Many cast members, it says many cast members, have reported seeing a figure late at night in the theater after it's closed. When they approach to escort him out, the apparition disappears. To which I'm like, what? I need more information. Right. I'm like, have more? do more people not know about this? Like, So if anyone has ever worked at Impressions de France, I would like to know because I'm sure it's something that's been talked about. Yeah. And is he a French ghost? Does he have a little French, a little ghosty beret yeah. on? I'll just say, ha, ha, ha. Oui, is, oui, oui. is he holding a haunted baguette? These are things I need to know. <laughs> a haunted baguette. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We... I have one more. Do you have more? No. Can we start a band and the name of our band is Haunted Baguette? Please. Haunted Baguette. That's an amazing band name. You can play your your cajone. What does it say in our patron chat? You <laughs> talked about a cajon. I play the cajon. Okay. It's the wood the wooden box. There you go. You can play um, haunted cajon with it for, and you could play the baguette. Apparently, yep. I don't know. Um, okay, this one actually does have a backstory to it, a real one. The Twilight Tower of Terror is said to be haunted by a former bellhop, which was a cast member that died during his shift on one of the loading platforms. The story goes that this bellhop ghost is known to appear on platform D. They'll flicker lights and freeze the attraction when cast members are trying to do their final ride through at the end of the day. So then I found an actual cast member who had an account of this. Um, so she says, I actually experienced this one myself as a former cast member. We bellhops rotated our positions throughout our shift. Wherever you ended up when the park shut down, you were responsible for the closing duties of that section. It was always creepy walking around the gothic grounds of the ride by yourself when the haunting uh, tinny music was playing. But the worst was whichever poor employee was working the Delta loading platform at the time the park closed. The ride has four plat- four loading platforms, Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, and Delta. And then the two drop shafts are Echo and Foxtrot. Um, that's military speak for anyone yeah. who doesn't know. Because the person on each platform was responsible for riding through by him or herself to check that, uh, that things like lighting, music, and special effects were running smoothly. So that was like part of what they had to do to close. So supposedly a bellhop had a heart attack while loading people onto the ride platform D and died on the spot. Um, his ghost reportedly haunt the ride, haunts the ride now, causing all sorts of freaky, unexplained things to happen. We bellhops made a point to never let the person on Delta ride through alone. So they'd wait until we were all finished with our duties and then we'd ride through together or at least with one, one other person. Strange things happened almost every time. Lights would go off, leaving us in blackness. The people in the control room who could see us via video camera would swear that the lights were on the entire time and nothing ever malfunctioned. The music would waver in and out, and then occasionally a dark human-shaped figure would be spotted lurking around behind the machinery. Nope, nope, nope. nope. But when you turn your head, it would be gone. Really creepy. But apparently, I mean, and I this story was on a bunch of different things, but I was like trying to figure out, well, what happened to this cast member? And it was just, he had a heart attack. Yeah. um, And died on the spot, so... It makes more sense for like the haunting purposes. I I just I would leave. I don't know. I I think yeah. if I was in there and I saw a shadowy figure and the lights were going on and off and people were like, I would make the people who are running the board, let's say, you need to swear to me that you're not yeah. flashing the lights yeah. to play a prank I mean, because I'm literally going to leave. A lot of it too is it's like, well, do you believe in this stuff? And or I would probably just be like, eh, it's just my mind like playing tricks on me. Yeah. Like but whatever because what I know not? these things. No, so creepy. Um, and I think that's it. That was the last one I had. Yeah. Ooh, I love these haunted stories. I, hope I know. Maybe we can make a tradition out of this. I think uh, we should. Halloween we'll have year. to try to find some new ones. Yeah. But, um, now we could also do Disneyland because Disneyland has like some legit stories. Like, okay. Legit, like people died there. There are store like they have good. You know, proof Next of- year we'll do yeah. Disneyland. Because I, I was finding, I told Greg guys that when I was looking up this stuff, I'm like, I'm actually finding a lot more about Disneyland than Disney World. Um, just because it seemed like there were more like accidents and things that happened to people. And then 
like video footage of things. Ooh. Like there's video footage of um, where like four different cameras basically got what looks like an apparition on on camera, like walking through the park, like and it's nope. over by the Haunted Mansion. And they had a guy, I did see a video where like they debunked it, but I was like, but how does that work when it's four different cameras? Because yeah. that's four different feeds that are, because what they said was that it was just an old tape. So they're basically like, well, it was recording over like an old tape and then some of it was coming through. Like superimposed. Like on the new video. But yeah. I'm like, I. but my question would be, how does that work when it's four different cameras? Yes. So I don't know, because it's, it's a really creepy video. If you look at it, you're like, I mean... I don't know if you've ever watched um, any videos of Gettysburg. I was going to say, if you've ever watched the ghosts of Gettysburg, like, I mean, some of, they have like a lot of video footage of stuff that happens there. Um, And it kind of reminded me of that. Like some of the footage I've seen from there, I'm like, kind of looks like that. But creepy. That's creepy stuff. It makes it worse when the video is a little grainy and you can tell it's old. Like it. Yes. 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 So um, one thing I wanted to do to round out our haunting of Disney world stuff is just Mm -hmm. to play a little audio from, the haunted mansion so we know what our ghost host sounds like mm-hmm. within haunted mansion because we play a little a very little bit of it opening this episode and we've all been on the ride enough right. to hear him say haunted Man- to say uh welcome foolish morals and stuff but mm-hmm. there are other clips and this is thanks to mr theme park audios on youtube there's 28 minutes of paul freeze the gentleman whose voice you hear mm-hmm. um doing the recording of what wound up being this. the soundtrack to the ride, right? I was secretly hoping that you were gonna that this was gonna be the clip. It's like of him talking and stuff. In the yeah, I have three. Yes. I have three clips. So hope hope <laughs> okay. everyone's ready. So Love some it. of these are clips that you can tell for sure wound up in the attraction we know today, and some that didn't because they yeah. sound a little different or they're there are different sentences altogether. So let's do. A I little. also want to I want to do a backdrop here because my think about this when I hear this, my thought process is like. There's no way he's not sitting there with like a glass of brandy smoking a cigarette yes. while doing this. Yes. I picture, so like, picture that. <laughs> what Robin Williams' character did in the beginning of Mrs. Doubtfire where he's in a like a, a dark yeah. room with their cigarette yeah. smoke in the air and he's up against yes. a microphone. I actually kind of picture Larry King the whole time, by the way. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I can see that. So here's uh, a little bit of Paul Freeze in the recording studio laying down some audio for Haunted Mansion. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Mansion. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Mansion. Ooh, and you can kind of tell some of some of that wasn't really what was used. Um, right. I, I didn't include the one that was used, but it's just strange to hear like alternate reality Haunted Mansion voice, but he's not saying the like the the exact we are used to hearing. Yeah, that's just his voice. Like I don't know how much post production was done he to was that. Actually, he was like a very handsome dude. Like I was looking up, I just was looking at pictures because I'm like I don't remember what he looks like. He was a very handsome guy. Oh, look at that. Too All bad right, it's just, a shame he's not around anymore for you. I'm just saying he was. So um, <laughs> now don't forget this. This was um, being recorded for the Disneyland version, right? Right. Because I didn't include this in in our clips coming up, but you can hear the I don't know what they're called, like the techs in the room. They were mm-hmm. like, "Don't forget, Paul." Um, don't forget about what Walt wanted for this particular line. He wanted you to say, well, come in because it's welcome. And then, well, mm. come in. It's like, like imagine like in. you're, you're sitting there recording this audio for this, what will eventually be a really famous attraction. And the pointers they're giving you when they're, they're using Walt Disney, like something he specifically requested. Right. That's right. nuts to me. I know. Um, awesome. All right. So let's do uh, one more. Uh, I got two clips left. So this is some, a little more Paul Freeze. 
I didn't mean to frighten you prematurely. <laughs> the real chills come later. And now, look alive, and we'll continue our little tour. And let's all stay together, please. Actually, we have 999 happy haunts here. But there's room for a thousand. Any volunteers? <laughs> if you insist on lagging behind, you may not need to volunteer. I wish they left. I wish they left that, that last line in. I was looking at his IMDb too. Um, He's done a million I mean, voices. Yeah, like three hundred. He has three hundred and seventy-two credits <laughs> for like things. Like oh my oh my gosh, some of these things too. Like you'll look at it and you'll be like oh my gosh. It's like a voice from my childhood. Yeah. Crazy. I got Santa one. Claus is coming to town specifically. Oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got you one left one. here, Mr. Paul Freeze. Okay. Lurking at your side is an unseen ghost gently pushing you back into your carriage, urging you to stay. God, what? Could you imagine if that was like your husband or your dad? <laughs> <laughs> Like, listening to that voice all the time, I'd be like, shut up, Dad. You think he popped out of the womb that way? Oh, my gosh. Such a great Welcome. voice. You know, well, you know, when, like, you, we meet people that just have that, like, good radio-type voice. And you're like, yes, Not us. Good voice. <laughs> Not us. I don't know. I've been told I have a pretty good radio voice. But, I've been told I have um, a face for radio, but that's different. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. Anyways. Um, I've heard his voice or, like, the that kind of voice that he has be referred to as having neck nuts. As in... <laughs> It's so I deep. know what you're saying. Yes, okay. like his Adam's apple being like ginormous. Basically. Yes, it's just reverberating all oh over the gosh. place. Well, it's hopefully so everyone is sufficiently creeped out, mm -hmm. perhaps by both Paul's voice and our uh, haunting stories, and of, Greg's voice, and Greg's voice. Thanks. <laughs> um, before we get into our news, history, and our quote and stuff, don't forget to check out World Traveler Trading Co. You'll find wow. a link to the shop in the description of this episode. I know we're approaching Halloween. And I did receive um, the Christmas key fobs. Mm. So it is almost Christmas season. And they're cute. I got a little Santa Mickey one that's really awesome. Um, right now I have the Halloween one on my keychain. But on November 1st, I'm switching it to the Christmas one. That's right. As you should. As yes, you should. As you and should. you can use our code, which is that park life, to get you a little discount. Get yourself. Just in time for the Hurla days. The Hurla days. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's do some news. What you got? So intense. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited about this news nugget. It's a real nug, but let me just read to you. I, I was like sitting with Doug. I was like, let me just read to you this headline. Okay. <laughs> um, the headline reads baby love follows happily ever after for aardvark couple on magic of Disney's animal kingdom. Basically it's about an aardvark couple. That they have at, at Animal Kingdom. And I was like, this is the most adorable story ever. I'm just going to read it to you. It says, once upon a time, a male aardvark named Willie met his match, a female aardvark named Peanut. The pair soon had their first date and there was magic in the air. After several months, the perfect pair became a perfect trio and the rest, as they say, is history. So meet Karenga is her name, a female baby aardvark. aardvark. I have to say that so many times. <laughs> she was born earlier this month at Rafiki's Planet Watch in Animal Kingdom. And she's the first baby aardvark in her family oh. and in the park's history. So, and Keepers decided to name her after her mom, 
uh, because Karanga actually means peanut in Swahili. Oh. So it just said you can watch the beginnings of this family story unfolding the latest episode of Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, it's like on Disney Plus, obviously, with National Geo. Nat Geo, uh, the animal care team was along with every step of the way in their relationship journey. In fact, they played a role in pairing them together as a part of a species survival plan, which is basically like matchmaking, um, which is designed to ensure the healthy future generations for endangered and at-risk species. So I just thought that was awesome. I was like, they're, the way that they're talking about it, basically like it's The Bachelor <laughs> and this couple got together and they had a baby. And the I don't know if you've ever like seen a baby aardvark, but they're quite adorable. No. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to ask me. I don't know if you've ever seen two Aardvarts making a baby. No, I have not seen <laughs> no. that. I don't really know what that looks like. But, um, I mean, they're just a, they almost look like an anteater, I feel like. But yeah. um, maybe it's the same thing. Maybe people are like, Beth, that's the same thing. I don't know. I'll look it up I later. think an Aardvark is an anteater. But I, I think it know. is. Um, but their ba- the baby is adorable. You need to look her up. She's she's quite fresh. Um, wasn't Arthur an Aardvark? He didn't look like an anteater. Oh, Yeah. I don't know. We'd have to look that up. Anteaters belong to the order Pelosa, while aardvarks belong to the <clears throat> order Tubula, blah, 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 blah. So they're two different things. There are four anteater species and only one aardvark species. Oh, okay. So oh, I'm not I'm not as stupid as I thought out, I was. Well, I wouldn't say that, but turns out, I don't know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't say uh, I know anything about anteaters or aardvarks. You know what I have to, to say to that, Greg? What? <laughs> dun, dun, anyway. dun. All right, what you got? Um, I have an actual nugget in the sense that it's very tiny. Um, okay. The entrance ways of Walt Disney World, so the big, like, uh, you know, arches are getting yeah. redone. They need some TLC, so I'm happy they to do. hear that. The All five of them are getting refreshed. They are said to be complementing the Cinderella Castle makeover that happened, you know, okay. kind of before and during quarantine shutdown yeah. time. And this is happening soon. No opening date. I mean, it makes sense because they're even updating the entrance way to Magic Kingdom, the the Auto Plaza there. Right, we just drove by it today. Yeah. It's like I don't know about halfway done. It's about the new purplish versus the old blue. Yeah, makes sense that they would do stuff while their crowd levels aren't so cray. Yeah. I'm guessing this was probably on the slate for the fiftieth. They were right. going to continue right. to refresh things, and I'm glad that this didn't get the cut and that they're still doing it because yeah. it's nice. I mean, one when I was working, it was that's how I got to work. Was I I would drive through. The art, like the arches that say, mm-hmm. you know, walking with Disney World. Like, oh, it's such a yeah. cool thing. And even still to this day, I'm not on vacation. Every time we enter Disney property, it's fun to go Magical. through the sign. It is. Yeah. And it's just as sad to on the way out where it says, see you real soon. I know. Um, should we do some history? Yeah, hit me. Okay. I'm going back to 2007. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're going so far back, you're enjoying the music Sorry. first. I am. 2007, Walt Disney World Resort unveiled the new official logo for Disney's Hollywood Studios, currently known as Disney's MGM Studios. Hashtag not my MGM. Uh, the theme park is scheduled to officially change its name January 7th of 2008. So this was like when they first unveiled the new Hollywood Studios logo. Yeah. 2007. That seems like... It. And then I shed a little tear. <laughs> I always think of it being very, very long ago, but in reality, that wasn't that I know. Long I'm ago. like, man, I feel like I... I don't know if you do this, but I legit like think of things like based around my high school years. Like yes. when I graduated high school. high school or college. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I was, gra- I was out of high school yes. and this was like right, right at the end of college. So anyways. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I usually it's like, was this before or after 9-11? And then was it yeah. before or after high school or college? Right. And then was it right. before or after I moved to Florida? Those are like my big. Yeah. When we're like old and we're 50, we'll be like, oh yeah, I was in like, what, 30s, 40s, <laughs> 50s, whatever. Back in the day. Um, what you got? 
2009 was、mm -hmm. the debut of Tiana's Showboat Jubilee,、mm. a live musical production taking place on the Liberty Bell Riverboat in Disney World's Magic Kingdom Park. A limited time engagement lasting 15 minutes featuring musicians and singers as well as characters from the Disney animated film The Princess and the Frog.、Mm, I don't remember this at all. No, a, it, a couple of things happened with that. It was the Jubilee, it was an ice cream party that I think you had to pay、mm. extra for. And、That's probably why. Yes. And then、um, now it's just, you know, you can go back to what it always、right. was. You can just ride on it. It happens to be closed for refurbishment right now. Refurbishment.、Um, you know, they're doing quite a bit of refurbishment of the area, Times Square Island and the river, because on Haunted Mansion, there's a sign, like on the queue for Haunted Mansion, there's a big sign as you overlook the river there that says, please pardon. It doesn't say please pardon or pixie dust.、Oh, it has like、yeah. something else. There's another one that we saw in、um, like the kind of bridgey walkway thing. On the perimeter of Frontierland, when you're out overlooking the Harper's Mill thing, you know, all that with a similar sign. I'll post those two photos because I swear that they've done, they've obviously done refurbishments in that area before, but I don't remember the, there being signs like kind of around the perimeter of it before that are matching、right. the land that they're in. So I wonder like exactly how much construction are they going to do that they're actually like, they basically they put money into theming signs for it where they, I know they've drained that river I before.、Know. So. Kind of curious to see if maybe they're doing more than like what we thought they might be doing. Yeah, maybe they're making Tom Sawyer less creepy so people、yes. will be posting fake ghost stories about it. Maybe. <laughs> they're、um, like, oh, it's not haunted. It's just creepy. It's just creepy. <laughs> I've got a quote coming your way. I do want to remind everyone to make sure you're following us on Instagram. That's going to be、mm -hmm. one of the ways you can enter some of the contests we have for、yes. our hundredth episode. We are on Instagram at That Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at the Disney Greg. My personal account is at the Healthy Hot Mess. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, whatever podcast player platform you use. If you want to leave us a review over there,、mm -hmm. of course, five stars are always the best. Helps us move up in the podcast ranks, makes us more discoverable.、Um, if you want to support what we're doing, we do have a Patreon page where they are getting our, our bonus episodes, if you will, episodes where just Beth and I chat, usually not about Disney stuff. Um, and of course, you get your exclusive posts on our Instagram account as well through the close friends feature. Yes. What else do I have to yap on about? I think that's it. I think、yeah. you need to quit yapping. Okay,、I'm、cool.、Um, and next、book. week is our 100th episode. So I look、know. forward to、um, I have some、uh, Disney potpourri stories I'm excited to tell.、Um, I'm not sure I'm supposed to tell these stories because some of them are about what I did for work a little bit.、Mm. So I'm excited about potentially breaking some rules. So、uh, before we get to our 100th, we do have to end our 99th episode. That's right. And I'll do that with a quote from your friend and mine, even though I haven't seen this movie yet. I will do it between now and Halloween.、Uh, this is from A Nightmare Before Christmas, Mr. Jack、oh、Skellington.、Gosh. You shouldn't even be allowed to say this quote. <laughs> I should be saying this quote.、Uh, Mr. Jack Skellington, I think, maybe saying this, but I'm just going to speak it. Okay. And it is just because I cannot see it doesn't mean I can't believe it. Just because it. I cannot see it doesn't mean I don't believe it. There you go. So, whether it's talking about ghosts in Disney World or other things like hope and love, just because you don't see it doesn't mean you can't believe it. I have one last creepy thing I'm going to share with you. Oh, yes, please. Please look at the legs of this thing. Ugh. It could be underneath. It's, it's a, an androgynous, like, <laughs> see through white witch leg thing. Sorry, I just, I just discovered that. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah, that's, I think that's officially the best place to we could possibly end here. Thank <laughs> you.